Welcome back, folks. Uh, Starcast speaks. It's Jared and Bob and Jones today. Jones is back, back to back, and we're not even recording back to back. This is a couple days later for us. Um, this will be shit. I think this is coming out in two weeks. This who is hell, like who the hell? I don't know. We've we've just recorded. Um, I don't know, probably seven episodes in the last eight days potentially roughly something, I, I, something along I those lines don't even know we we had to get ahead no we're st- yeah we're just still in the process of getting ahead yeah this this episode will put us far enough ahead so that when i get back from hawaii we're back on normal schedule so the tuesday night yeah which we'll is go, like we'll tuesday november thursday. 2nd or something yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're in this is like the uh this is like the twilight zone of like listenership where like we've recorded so many episodes and we talk and like the people that listen have no fucking idea of when they actually get recorded. I think today's episode that came out was um um the one where we talked about aliens and time travel. That's oh, the one okay. that's the one that came out today. And we did that like 2 weeks ago. A week and a half ago? I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> so I don't know anything. And it's gonna be just... even longer ago by the time people actually hear this episode. I just I'm just an idiot. I, I like dates and time and numbers. That's why it's so sometimes so sometimes part of it is I talk too much anyway, but part of it is like we do shit like this where we batch record, right? So I do occasionally feel bad. So like shout out to like Nick and Mike and sexy Chris, all friends of the show. Um, they'll like reach out to me and like say something about the podcast. And I'll sometimes depending on like some, if we get caught in one of these weird recording schedules, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember quite remember saying that, but like, it sounds like something I've probably said, you know, I just kind of have to go along with it. Like sometimes I actually do remember, right? But like I said, if we get caught in one of these weird time loops where we record a bunch of shows up front and then like I say something or one of us says something like fucking noteworthy or enough for someone to like say something to when us. Was, I would say when was the last time one of us said something noteworthy? Never. Um, but it's enough for like someone to actually like reach out and say something. It's yeah. like, yeah, I would say like four times out of 10. I have no idea <laughs> what they're talking about. <laughs> I think it's a solid like 60 40 split that like I do I do know what's going on, but at least a good 40% of the time I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I bet I think I said that. I think the only thing that would help me out is uh this is where I get most of my news. So it's like if someone <laughs> if someone asked me like, oh hey, uh, what about time travel because you just mentioned it yeah i'm like oh yeah no it's like kind of weird like actually i was talking to my buddies about this not that long ago where it's like you know you don't really actually like go back like it because it's all fucking fucked up but it's like i never would have thought about that heard about it read about it watched a video about it i wouldn't (laughs) have done anything regarding that (laughs) outside of watching endgame right if it wasn't for being on this yeah, yeah. Just this con these conversations are what I do that shit all the time. I'm like, yeah, I was talking to my buddy about uh, the other day about this. 
And then like, I just say it, but like, it's the same thing. Like, it's not a thought that I would have normally had if I was just like sitting around, but e- because even we when you, like flush through ideas here. But even when you pull news, like you, ha- you have to read it first right. and then present it here. <clears throat> right. Whereas I never would have even read the news because I try, <laughs> I try not to do anything with the news. Yeah. I, I don't try and like keep it people- to a minimum. I don't like people who know what's going on. Yeah, but like all you do, you just pull like your daily digest from your email or whatever. Like yeah. that's what I mean. Like that, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's the extent of it. But like, I can't even do that. Like all my news comes from Twitter. So the only reason I know what's going on with like sports betting is because some guy like live tweeted basically, which nothing's happening with sports betting. Yeah. I think Maryland's doing something stupid too, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. Legalization of weed on the ballot in November. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. They're Is also it... saying like take three years for it to actually like have recreational dispensaries. It took forever here. Yeah. Yeah. They passed it in 2016. I think the first one opened in like 2020, 2019. No, it was before the pandemic. But okay, yeah. So maybe 2019. And it was few and far between. And now they pop up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, like at first, I think in 2019, there was like four. Yeah, there was one in Brookline. There was two in Western Mass because, you know, hippies. And then there was one in like the North Shore somewhere, like Beverly, Hamilton. Like, Oh, I think I I played with someone who was like a GM at one of those stores when I went to uh, Truro that one time. Yeah. It was like Georgetown or something. Yeah, it is in Georgetown. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the first ones. I think it was. I I think it was four. I met that dude in 2019. Yeah. (laughs) And then there was one, I think, in Taunton or Brockton. No, the one in Brockton has been around for a long time. The one in Brockton was medicinal for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then it switched. And now they're fucking everywhere. Now there's one literally across the street from my house. Yeah. Like, it's literally across the street. (laughs) It just takes them so fucking long. Yeah. And even anyway. sport, like, like even like the sports betting thing, like they just cannot get out of their own fucking way. It's insane. No, no it's it's wild. And we said it here jokingly, but it's looking more and more real. We we're like, yeah, July 10th, the dead zone of sports. That's when we'll pass. So it'll pass and then we won't be able to bet on sports for like a week. I do think they'll get it through before the Super Bowl, but. That could be retail only, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, have they like figured out what they're doing with mobile yet? Bro, they, so the way it went today, so th- this is the status. Right now, it's legal. Um, Outside of like the, well, what about what are we going to do about the lottery? How are we going to make sure that the lottery still makes their money? Like, so outside of that bullshit, which is a fucking nothing point, there's two major issues right now. Number one. We don't know what order we want to go in. There are three options. It can go retail, then all right, sorry, all, all all can start at the exact same time. It could go retail, then all online, or it could go retail, tethered online, and untethered online. So the difference between tethered and untethered is if uh, so BetMGM will be a tethered online sports book in Springfield. 
because the casino is an MGM casino. They it's, own the sports yeah. book. It's an so, online app that's connected to a physical location. So it that's going to be considered tethered. And the three casinos get two tethered online uh, books. And Random gets one. And Suffolk Downs gets one. The other seven licenses are going to be all online. So now you may be thinking... How the fuck do you start some online books before other online books? Right. Exactly. Are those, are those like your DraftKings? And like exactly. Yep. So well, DraftKings, I have a feeling that because DraftKings is from Boston, they might get a tethered. Like they might pay to get yeah, tethered so, to like Suffolk Downs. You know yeah. What I mean? So like that's, that's what's, um, so, but yes, DraftKings is an online operator. Yes. Now they could cut a deal with Raynham or Suffolk Downs to get a tethered location. So they would have in-person and tethered mobile. Um, it would be what exists. Be I know, the, Jones, you haven't been there, but it would be what currently exists in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Yeah. So Seabrook or New Hampshire right now has DraftKings Sportsbook, which is a physical location that you walk in. Right. And you can go online and use the DraftKings app. Right. And that's so that's technically a tethered location. Right. It's also the only location in New Hampshire, but whatever. So we're going to have seven that behind. So three will be very apparent. Or I'm sorry, five will probably be very apparent as to what is tethered because Barstool will have a book in, in Plainville. WinBet will have a book in Everett. MG, uh, BetMGM will have a book in Springfield. Raynham will get one, and Suffolk Downs will get one. And there'll probably be a physical location at all of those. Right. The only one I could see not having a, a physical sports book might be Suffolk Downs because it's too close to WinBet. But I don't think they give a shit. If they if they build it out, people will go. It's not really an issue. Right. Um. But if they, if all five of them want to have those as a physical spot, it's going to be easy to know which five companies are tethered. Then there'll be three more licenses that are also tethered because they cut a deal with those casinos, even if they don't have a physical location. Right. So you would think like Caesars would have to like call up Steve Wynn Win and say like, hey, I want to have a Caesars sports book at the Encore Casino. And Steve Wynn might can not be let like, him. yeah, he can say yes or no. But if he says yes, he's like, well, you're going to pay me X amount or yeah. fucking kick rocks. And then, but the thing is, he could also say, no, you can't have a physical location, but I'll cut a deal with you to give you one of my tethered licenses. Right. Right. Um, and then you don't have to worry about the, the, the piece that's missing. What, so they don't know what they want to do, whether it's, Everyone starts at the same time, whether retail starts before all online or if they're going to go retail, tethered, untethered. Well, which, they're also doing some goofy shit right now that's wicked fucked up. Well, this is the other part of that. The, these, this is the other issue that they've got. That they are going to or they're potentially kicking around the idea of issuing temporary licenses. So in those temporary law, licenses have no guarantee that they will convert to permanent whenever those come. So by law, they have to offer 
unlimited temporary licenses. And those temporary licenses have a year. Yeah. So if you don't get permanent status or permanent license, you don't get to continue operating in Massachusetts. Now that creates a problem because I think it's 30. 30 books have shown interest in starting in Massachusetts. So for the companies, they have an upfront cost to get set up in the state with no guarantee of continuing beyond a year from open. And it's a problem for the consumers or customers or whatever we are, fucking idiots. Degenerates. Because if I'm using that sports book and they just like stop, well, so I assume the account stays open, I can withdraw. Like that's that's a no-brainer. But what if I have a future on the NBA finals and they have to stop operating in May? Like, do I just lose that bet? And it's like, even if they cash me back, like if my team is hot or making a run, like if I got a good number, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. It sounds like there's no way that's going to be a winning issue. But, it, but by the, by the way the law was written, they have to offer unlimited things. It's like, this is retarded. How the fuck did that happen? So do they have like a set cap of like um permanent licenses? Permanent will be um, seven. Will be seven untethered licenses. And that's like you can't go any higher or lower without it. Like, seven. And then five tethered, right? Uh eight tethered. Eight tethered. So, so fifteen licenses. Yeah. So we'll have fifteen options And we already know and we already know three. Right. So no matter how big it gets, they're not going to offer 15. Any. 15 is it. Which yeah. 15 is kind of a lot, to be honest. I yeah. think Colorado has the most at 20. Um, I'm a fan of, and so, someone was asking me, they're like, well, you're just going to, like, just like you do now, you're going to pick one book and go with it. I'm like, no, I won't. Not when right. they're all here, all legal, all easy, all right. not charging me deposit fees like right all not with crazy ass withdrawal rules like it's gonna be easier so no i'm gonna have probably five because they have different numbers and i'm not just talking like spreads on one game you know if i like um who say i like billy horschel to win the masters next year and arbitrary number, he's 28 to 1 right now. Well, someone might have him at 35. Someone might have him at 40. Or someone might have him at 22, and it's like, I don't want 22, and I want and 40. What so we've noticed 40. is different different sites have better lines at different for different sports. So there's a my secondary book that she'll go unnamed because no free ads. Um they typically gave me better lines on golf. Um, but mybookie.com, shout out to mybookie, use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up to double your deposit up to a thousand bucks. Um, they typically had better lines on football. So, you know, it's like one of those things, or better juice, you know, wh whichever it be, right? Whether it's the line or the juice, but, um, Different books sometimes 
have different lines just because, you know, all of the people that use that other book that I use might not bet on golf a lot. You know what I mean? Like my bookie might see a lot of golf bet traffic. So the, the lines are sharper, if you will, you know what I mean? Because it, it has more input, but like, if you have a website that not a lot of people bet on golf, then the lines are going to be, you know, potentially better. I was say it also depends on who the odds maker is at each book. Cause right. <clears throat> depending on, you know, how they see the market going, they might want to move it a certain way or juice it a certain way or yeah, whatever. Cause that's the other thing too, is it's like you got, I mean, obviously when it comes to betting, you got to be right. <clears throat> but say you uh, say it's Horschel again and you really like Horschel um, to win the masters. And um, again, you're seeing like 28, 32, 31, 29, and then someone hangs like a 60. And it's like, what the fuck? It's like, where did that 60 come from? That's way out of like, yeah, there's only two reasons why some, why one book would be that far off. And it's either their odds maker isn't paying attention or their odds maker is willing to take a risk that Billy Horschel isn't going to win because he really, really doesn't think he's going to win. So he can take a large liability on Billy Horschel at 60 to one, because that's going to attract all the money. And then if he does, and then if Billy Horschel doesn't win, the odds maker is a genius. Like, right. You, right. They can do that too. Cause you'll see that in like MVP voting. Um, Not now, now is a joke, but like, maybe like just after the all-star break, it, you saw it in the MLB. Like there were a couple guys. It was probably gonna be like, Hey, you know, one of these three guys. And then there'd be like a fringe person that would all of a sudden they'd hang like a hundred to one. Yeah. And it's like, they hung a hundred to one to get you to bet so, on so that they could buy back right on right. the liability because this guy ain't winning. Right. So now you're going to start paying me because you're looking at it as value. Right. Yet there's no value because this is a fucking dead dog right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That's another thing that does happen. So I mean, like that's the thing though. It's so so it's not always just finding like a larger number at these places. Um you gotta like actually think this is gonna happen. Or you just have to accept, like, so um Sammy P from chicken dinner he uh did a heisman bet on dju before the season and he was like he was like you know 15 20 30 maybe 40 in some places and i think circa hung an 80 so he, he grabbed him at 80 to one goes is he gonna win the heisman no but he shouldn't be 80 to one so i grabbed it and it's like right, right. that's how some of those props work and that's why you shop the lines as opposed to, you know, we're not going to be sitting here with a piss jar and a odds database that moves live. So if you really, really like, you know, tonight, you really, really like Browns minus four and a half and you're sitting there and you're not getting up because you can't get up. You got to <laughs> stay there. So you need your piss jar. <laughs> and then you see someone hang minus four and you immediately grab it. Like we're not right. doing that. <laughs> that right. like, that's not the multiple outs I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. 
crazy the science and psychology that goes behind betting. Dude, it's like, fucked. I, I did like I did like when I did the pick 'em, like that was the first time I put a bet in in God uh, like 15, 20 years. <laughs> Dude, I so I like I, down- I downloaded a podcast and it's a guy who bets professionally. And he goes, I don't even know who the players are on these teams. He goes, I don't even like sports anymore. He goes, this is what I do for a living. (laughs) So it's like all he's doing is quote unquote, like market research in a way, like trying to catch a number that either was wrong or is about to fucking just move dramatically. That's what I did last year with baseball. I spent, I would, I would start my day every day. This was at my last job when I had way more fucking free time um, because I was barely even working, but I would start my day with like two, two and a half hours of running through. And it would depend, right? If there was a lot of games that day, it might take two and a half. If there was only like four five, six games that day, it might only take an hour, but I would go through every single baseball game and I would look at all the numbers and I would look at how does this team do on the road against right-handed pitchers and because they're going they're on the road against a righty and then it's like all right well let's look at this right-hander at home and it's like you look at this split and then there's particular numbers because baseball is wild right and I think I don't know how deep how deep down the rabbit hole I got into this when I was actually doing it but there's I looked at it like sabermetrics, in my opinion, ruined baseball for me. Like I don't, I hate baseball now because of it. However, if the stats are already there and the like analysis is there, why not use it to your advantage? And that's what I looked at. And there's like all of these things, like e- obviously everyone knows ERA, but then there's like expected ERA. And then there's like the FIP which is like fielder independent pitching. Like it's it, all these different things that are calculated into it. And I would sit there like fucking Zach Galifianakis at the poker table in, in hangover and all these numbers would be floating around and I would look and try and find an edge. And more often than not, I did. And I forget exactly, um, exactly how I did, but I finished like plus like 40 units last year in baseball. But you it think- took upwards of two hours a day. <laughs> so I'll I'll even tell you though, this guy doesn't look at stats. He only looks at the lines. Now I don't know how he does it because he didn't tell you that. Right. Because right. if he tells you that, then he loses his edge. Right. He doesn't look at stats, teams, players. He only looks at the lines and then I don't know, but I, but like this is the thing though. I don't know how he breaks it down. So it's like, I don't know how you're just like looking at Nod's board and going, huh? I don't even watch football. Dolphins plus six, and it's like, oh, that that number's wrong. Like, so I don't know. I don't know how he. That's the thing. I don't know how he does it, but yeah. Um, he's also got a team of people that just run numbers all day. Yeah, that helps. Do you think like the uh, inception of like sabermetrics and how big it is now in baseball that they're trying to put their game out to a bigger like a betting crowd uh, other than like the old school like I'm just gonna sit here and watch the game? I don't know. 
because I still never watched any of the games. I bet on anywhere between one and four games a day, uh, which, by the way, the biggest fucking pain in the ass. Like, I was pretty disciplined about it, too. The biggest pain in the ass was when there was, like, 12 games going on that day, and I spend the time going through all 12, and I only liked one of them. I was like, cool. I was like, sick. That that's awesome. Great. But that's the point though. But it worked, right? Like I finished plus 40 fucking units. So but but to your point, Jones, um, before I I, I digress, um I I don't know if they're trying to appeal to the gambling community because they're still not following the sport, right? Like I didn't watch one fucking baseball game. I just analyze the numbers every morning for two hours. Like, it's not like I was like, Oh, I have to watch the giants game tonight, or I need to watch the fucking diamondbacks game. Like it was like, no, I I like this bet. I'm going to take the first five under in the Royals game. And then I would never watch it. And then I would find out the next day how I did. I would say though, it's interesting that baseball and, or I guess baseball, whatever upper management in baseball is you know allow the sabermetrics because um i followed the he used to be the track man maestro his joe joe mayo um he's a golf instructor but he used to play a lot of poker and just steal money from fucking tourists like because <laughs> he's out in vegas so yeah he goes he goes i knew it he goes people would walk in he goes i knew i was just gonna like clean them out playing poker he goes, it's all math. It's all math. It's all stats. It's whatever. And it blows his mind every Saturday and Sunday when these coaches continuously fuck up fourth down. They continuously fucking do it. And like mathematically, it works a certain way. And football has not embraced it one bit. Right. Not right. one bit. Because even like last year, what, what is it? Brendan Staley? Is that the yeah, coach Brandon, of the Chargers? Brandon Staley. Brandon? Yeah. Okay. So Brandon Staley got like crushed for being aggressive. And he probably still wasn't aggressive enough from a mathematical standpoint. And then he got crushed again for not being as aggressive on the last Thursday night. Yeah. But it's like um, he did a ranking of like coaches that just have the worst fourth down strategy. And it's like Mike McCarthy's number one. He just <laughs> kicks himself to fucking death. That's yeah. what he calls. It. He goes, kick, you're just kicking yourself to death. Yeah. All it is, whether it's punting or field goals, you're just kicking yourself to fucking death. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think I've seen that. I know you've talked about him before, but there's, there's a, gotta be an algorithm for it, right? Like if it's, you know, depending on, What's the what's the um, the down and distance? What what line is the is the ball on? Right, like if you're I'll pull, on, the, I'll pull one up. If I'll you're on the up, opponent um, forty five yard line, cool. Okay. You you can attempt a, a fifty. What is that? A fifty seven yard field goal. So or you can just go for it. I got one right here. And actually, if you're interested, I think on Twitter it's at Ben underscore Bot underscore Baldwin. It's called the fourth down decision bot. Cincinnati 17 at Dallas 17. Cincinnati has fourth and two at the Cincinnati 16. So it's a tie game. Cincinnati has the ball. 
they're on their own 16. So that, like that, everyone thinks, ooh, that's uh that's like um yeah, automatic gotta, punt, right? Yeah, you gotta punt. Okay. The win percentage. Now this is um this is the because this is fourth quarter, 109 remaining in the game. So this is like percent chance of winning the game. If you go for it, you have a 50% chance of winning the game. If you punt it, you have a 37% chance of winning the game. So that's a 12.2 win percentage, um, which is extremely high. Like that's like an unbelievably high number. Like you should absolutely fucking go for that. And the success rate of going for it is 58%. So 58% of the time you're going to convert. Yeah. And then your win percentage, if you fail, does drop to 19. But if you succeed, it drop it goes up to 71. Yeah. So Cincinnati punts it away in a tie game, loses. And this is the shit that fucking makes drives him crazy. But they will never get past like N equals one. Like, huh, see, we didn't get it and then we lost the game. And it's right. like, yeah, but right. it wasn't the wrong play. It was the wrong result, but right. it was the right decision. And they'll, they'll never get past that. They will no. never, ever get past it. Because imagine that fourth and two in a tie game on, on your, your own, own 16. 16. But yeah, then if you think about it, balls. so you're on your own 16 and you kick it off, like how often are they going to kick a field goal? Pretty often. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's because on your own, when you're punting from your own 16, the punter is standing in the end zone. Yeah, if not close to it. Yeah. I was say I don't know what the lead the lead is, but yeah, I was going to say it's probably like 15 yards. I, I mean, a, a, a field goal is. 18 yards. Okay, so it's only 10 yards back because the the end zone is seven and a half deep. Yeah. So it's seven and a half deep. So yeah, so from snap to place, it's 10 yards and a punt is further. Yeah. I want to say they're nine back, but I could be making that up. Yeah. Well, I think... Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, because it's 13 yards. Whatever, whatever, so whatever the, the, whatever line the ball is on, you add 13, that's the distance of the kick. So if the ball, no, 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 for a field goal, if the ball ball is on the 40 yard line, it's a 53 yard field goal. It's 13. Yeah. I'm like 95% sure. It means they're only snapping the ball six yards back. Is that right? No, it's more than that. Because the depth of the end zone is eight. Because Cromartie or someone has a 108-yard kick return. The end zone spans 10 yards from the goal line to uh, goal post. Placeholder lines up about seven yards. And the long snapper is at 17 yards. To the kick. 17. Oh, 17. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, my, my, my factors were off, but 17. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that means the field goal kicker is like seven yards back, so a punt's got to be 12. I would assume so. Yeah, at least. At, at minimum, at minimum. At I minimum, what it 12, is. yeah. Yeah. 
Because you figure, too, you have two less guys blocking on a punt because you have the gunners. Oh, yeah, and- no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't really figure out the why. I just don't – I genuinely don't know how far from from line of scrimmage. I just don't know how far the punter is back. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if you're on your own 16, it's going to be close to the end zone, and it's like, all right, we're going for it in a tie game. It's like – Theoretically, you'll win more games by doing that. Right, right. Long snappers typically snap the ball 15 yards back. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So. Well, that's that. Uh, That's sarcasm speaks on math and gambling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So. We got this hilarious thing, right? we, We have to bring this up. Um, I don't know where this is going to be in the, in the, the lexicon or the, the fucking whatever, what's it? The zeitgeist. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, by the time this comes out, but there's a trend right now of absolute fucking window lickers that are cooking chicken in NyQuil so bad. So, or so frequently that the FDA had to come out and make a statement that said, please do not cook chicken in NyQuil. Can you imagine how bad like boiling or simmering NyQuil is going to smell? It's got to be gross. It's got to smell like fucking meth. Like it's got to, it's got to be like one of the most disgusting fucking smells in the entire world. So what's dumber? Cooking chicken in NyQuil or eating Tide Pods? Because this is the last time I can think of anything that was like this. Um, eating Tide Pods is dumber because there's no component of ex- pre-existing food. <laughs> like at least cooking chicken they're, in NyQuil, like you they're people both eat consumable. Chicken. Like people eat and chicken. People do ingest NyQuil. Like this is true. This is very true. Not um, in those quantities, or else. Right. Yeah, but uh, or in that method. But um mm, hot Nyquil. Yeah. Oh. If it wasn't good enough to begin with. Dude, how I just imagine like because obviously, like you know, when you make a reduction, right? It 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 cooks out all the water and it gets thicker and sticks on the pan. How awful do you think it is to get reduced Nyquil off of a fucking pan? It's gotta be impossible. It's gotta be the it the, you have to throw the pan away. It would be like reducing molasses. Yeah. You think you got a good bark on the chicken from the NyQuil? <laughs> so, obviously, there's an easy thing here. You don't cook food in medicine. That's generally yeah, not yeah. a preferred <laughs> method. But I'm like, so I immediately think the like, so your two methods are either boiling or poaching. Because you're either simmering the NyQuil and letting it poach, or you're boiling the NyQuil and boiling the chicken. Yeah. Which are two of the worst ways to eat chicken. Yes. Boiling was the preferred method from what I've saw. Boiling? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few videos. It's like... You know what? So, So Leo's dealing with this a little bit right now. He was throwing up all yesterday or some shit. I don't know. When dogs are sick... You boil chicken so that they stop being sick. That is the method of cooking 
yep. that you chose to use. And one of your ingredients, you said water. Nope. Needs NyQuil. Yeah. And first of all, how much NyQuil do you need to buy to get boiling in a pot or a pan? Like a one lot. bottle isn't enough. No. You need at least two bottles. What's the going rate for NyQuil? Is that 20 bucks? Yeah, probably. So you just paid an absolute premium to be a dumbass. Yes. Yep. I just think, so obviously it's, it's a, no, maybe not obviously to some people, but it's uh so it's a TikTok trend, right? It's, it oh, started good. on TikTok and like, the, people, what, where did the Tide Pod thing start? Was that also TikTok? Was TikTok even around that? That was way before TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. I have no idea. Uh, I think the Tide Pods were like 2015. No, cause we talked about it on this. So it had to have been 2018. Yeah. Or more recent or later. So it, that means it probably was 2018. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of bath salts. Never. That yeah, was, no, yeah, that goes back was, a little bit. That was a while ago. Um, but yeah, like what would possess someone to be like, yeah, you know what? This thing that this, this piece of meat that sucks, right? We're all in agreement. The chicken sucks. Chicken does suck. I'm going to cook it in something that also sucks, right? Like NyQuil sucks. Like you like to drink NyQuil, it Awful. tastes fucking disgusting, Awful. right? So you're going to take a piece of meat that sucks and you're going to cook it in something that tastes disgusting. And then you're going to- Through a method it. that also sucks. Through Yes, through a method that also sucks. Because it's not but even like the they- point. It's not even like you marinated it. No. In the NyQuil. <laughs> no. And then like grilled it or something. Yeah. What is the point? I don't understand. Dude, people are retarded. And if they're like, yeah, well, you get high from it, whatever, then just sit there and just drink, drink the, the entire NyQuil. bottle of NyQuil. If the end game, like all around, you're just retarded, right? Like if you want to eat chicken, it's probably the worst way you can eat chicken. If you want to just take NyQuil, it's probably the worst way that you can take NyQuil. Yeah. Imagine if you want to get you high. Made, you made taking NyQuil worse. How the yeah. fuck is that possible? If you want to get high, it's the worst way to get high. Just drink the fucking whole bottle of NyQuil. You know Never what I mean? Mind. Like, Edibles are everywhere. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying like if if these are the if all you have to get high is a piece of chicken and a bottle of NyQuil, there's a better way to get high. Hey, you don't need the chicken. <laughs> you don't need the chicken. <laughs> you can throw the chicken away and you can drink the bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> like like it's just what the fuck is wrong with people? Do we think this is just like a, a stick on rum ham? Rum ham is way better. Well, I've, I mean, never, I, I've never had rum ham, and I, I, I don't like ham, but I would take a rum ham 12 times out of 10. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would too, but I mean, I think this is probably somebody trying to do a, a bit off of rum ham, Could which be. I mean, it's a terrible take. Shitty, a shitty bit. By yeah. rule, you should never eat your booze. And I don't care who has soaked cherries or who soaked pineapple or who the we fuck has done God knows what. Yes, we have done it before. Two spring fests in a row. <laughs> Until the second one where I thought it was a great idea to just eat drunk pineapples and drunk cherries all morning. Remember so, yeah. we were eating the cherries out of the moonshine? I don't know if I was with you because I would have had to do in, it with Admiral it was in Nelson. Mansfield. Oh, oh, 
Wait. So we Why ate don't I the, remember them? We ate the good? strawberries. So we ate the strawberries out of the moonshine that I yes. made. Yes. And then someone brought like a bottle of old smoky and we ate the cherries out of that. This was all in Mansfield. I probably tried my best not to eat those strawberries. <laughs> I'm guessing I didn't because I remember them. They were gray. Um, yes. <laughs> we we brought we brought that to Baltimore. We did the shine. That's we right. The shine to Baltimore. We oh, did. Uh, strawberries. Yeah. I don't that at all. <clears throat> um, that was pretty good. But, yeah, but, I gotta do that again. But my thing is, it's just, dude, like. You can be as cute as you want, eating your booze, whatever. You're going to feel terrible. Like, you're going to feel awful. Like, your stomach's going to be rolling, and you might be banged up, and then you're going to be like, wow, my stomach hurts a ton, and now I'm going to start fucking getting a hangover pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't end well. I ate a ton of pineapple and cherries, and I felt so fucking bad midday. (laughs) So there was something I saw recently that was – we might have talked about it on the show, but I don't know. that in China, they changed their so TikTok is a it's owned by a Chinese company, right? So which in in turn means the government <laughs> because the Chinese government owns everything. Um, so in China, the algorithm algorithms are such that when kids go on TikTok, they're shown like achievements of other people in China. Like here's a really cool science project. Here's like someone built a fucking rocket. Like um, what was that book? Not the outsiders like October sky. I don't know what that was the movie, whatever, whatever, like that, like they built a rocket and shot it into fucking air. Like they, they built a, uh, a, a fucking derby car to like race down the hill or some shit. That's what they do in China. Like they specifically make their algorithms like that in America. Their algorithms are specifically designed to show us NyQuil chicken and Tide Pods and shit like that, right? Like to to fucking keep everyone as retarded as possible. It's not really not that difficult. It's not that difficult. But like, holy shit, dude. Like that's and so there's a lot of people, the 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 people's initial reaction to that is, well, we need to stop this. And I say potentially. Potentially hot take here. I don't think we need to stop it at all. I don't think we need to stop anything. If you're I think too stupid need... not to fucking cook chicken and NyQuil, then you fucking don't deserve shit. I think we need a little bit of Darwinism. Uh, because to steal a line from Bill Burr, um, we got way too many fucking people on this planet. So that's been like Bill Burr's thing. So like, I don't know if you guys have like followed his his specials or whatever. Um, but in every single special he's ever put out, he has like a a bit, at least one bit on why we need to like kill people off. He's gotten a little bit more subtle with it as he's gotten older. And like now he has kids. So he doesn't like come out and say like, we need to fucking kill everybody. But like he's had at least a bit in every special he's put out where he's like, yeah, we got too many people on this planet. But I'm I'm totally in agreement. We do. Yeah, if someone wants to cook their chicken in NyQuil and eat it and fucking die, hey man, survival of the fittest. Fuck off. Like you're you don't maybe you don't deserve to be here. 
So yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with the bath salts too. Like you're you're a zombie. Like if yeah. you're gonna be that, you can just fuck right off. Yeah, you know, I'll go. Yeah, but like, fuck. yeah, like you're gonna take this product that's supposed to make fucking bubbles in your bath, and you're gonna fucking smoke it. Yeah, hey, guess what? If you die, then, I mean, am I supposed to feel bad for you? What else was going to happen? Yeah, right? Like, What was your intended outcome? Yeah, exactly. There was no outcome where you were like the president or like the hottest guy or girl ever. Yeah, or like when the kids were eating the Tide Pods and they were literally like burning their entire fucking mouths and like chemical burning and fucking like destroying their faces. Like, okay, am I supposed to feel bad for you? Because I don't. Because you're a fucking moron. Yeah, you ate laundry detergent. You ate laundry detergent. Like, I I don't know, man. Maybe don't eat fucking laundry detergent. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the bare minimum we want in this country. You just don't eat laundry detergent. Yeah, and don't cook your chicken in NyQuil. So... People are fucking retarded. Um, speaking of retarded, um, and my, myself included, I have a question for you guys. Um, so I, uh, I do quite a bit of driving, right? I go a bunch of different places. Um, even for my previous job, I did more driving and traveling. And I was thinking about this the other day when I was going through um downtown north attleboro uh which is the city that i live in in southeastern massachusetts um so i'm sitting there at a red light this is in the morning i'm on my i'm going to i'm going to work and i'm driving through the downtown i'm at a red light and uh probably i don't know 7:45 in the morning and i see some fucking creatures to put it nicely walking in the downtown area and at this time they're also doing some construction like trying to like reface one of the buildings it's an old new england town right like it's it's fucking north out of bar it's not a destination like i it's cool like it's a cool city i like where i live everything's super convenient but like the downtown area is kind of fucking shitty right like it's 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 downtown they're trying to make it better i think but like there's these like zombie dudes like walking like you can tell like you know they're fucking they got a cigarette hanging out of their mouths they got a pair of jeans that are just ripped all over that are like three sizes too big they're fucking like dragging one leg you know you know the crowd that i'm talking about and then i'm like oh that's this kind of fucking weird and then i'm thinking about it more medford wasn't any better growing up like medford square like that was that that all the fucking bums that would hang out over by Papaginos. And it's like that was kind of shitty. Like nothing they they've since I think made it nicer, but like when we were growing up, Medford Square fucking sucked. Like it was gross. No, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm thinking of like all of these different like cities and places that I've been to, and I'm like, what's the point of having like a downtown? You know what I mean? Or like a town center because outside of like a major city, like a Boston, right. They're all gross. They all suck. 
And like, maybe I'll give you like some coastal towns, right? Like downtown Plymouth is actually kind of nice, but like, you know what I mean? It's right in the water. Um, but like all these places, like downtown Framingham is fucking disgusting. I work quite a bit in Framingham. Downtown Waltham, I work there a lot. Mm, leaves a lot to be desired. You know, like there's like all of these like town centers. Like what's the fucking point? So I remember, well, I mean, I think also it's a product of growing up because I remember like Gardner used to be like kind of nice, like not like nice, but like tolerable. Yeah. But as I like, grew older and I, I left and I like went to Oklahoma and I did all this shit, I come back and I'm like, holy fucking, like this is like everything's condemned. Everything's just a fucking. Yeah. That's shit. Like, you ever been down- to downtown Lowell? No. Don't. Here it's beautiful this time. Don't. Here. It's fucking disgusting. You know what I mean? It's like the town center area. Like it's never the nicest place in town. I think that's that's the the point that I'm trying to get at is the 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 town center is never the nicest area in town, but quite frequently it's the worst part of town. <laughs> Usually well, it's, it's but if you really well, if you break down what it really is. It kind of makes sense because if it was like where all the businesses are, well, all of these towns that we're talking about are old. So at one point they were developed. So it's like, okay, unless you're going to renovate, but who the fuck is going to renovate? Yeah. Um, Unless the town is giving people money. Like, dude, some landlord isn't going to go, all right, well, I own a strip. And it's a nail salon, a pizza shop, um, a convenience store, and like another type of restaurant. It's like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Because I'm a good guy. I'm going to go reface the the building and renovate the... No, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. So the town would have to step in and be like, hey, we're going to (laughs) pay for all these renovations. And then they go, okay, go ahead. Go nuts. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. I'm not like a landlord ain't going to do it or downtown Bridgewater. That was a fucking shit. The rotary. That was a shithole. Well, there was just nothing. Yeah. yeah, there was there was empty fucking stores. Yeah, well, there's also issues there with the zoning board and um, the guy who owns Emma's is on yeah, the zoning Ron, board. So he didn't, allow, he didn't allow any restaurants or yeah. bars into the town. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like there was one spot. It was like for it was for it's probably still for lease. It was for lease when I moved in, and it was never anything, and it's probably still for lease, and it's restaurant zoned. And it's yeah. probably because they can't get a fucking permit. Yeah. Uh, there was that place my sister and I. Yeah, so it, so the, the food, place that the food was decent, but like oh my god, it was fucking gross. Yeah, so the, the vacant place was like almost directly across and to the right. Okay. Is that over like, by Better Bean? Probably. Because better so Better Bean Never was across the rotary. I remember yeah, so, exactly what you're talking about, Mellow. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. Um oh that ended up being a Froyo place. And then they what? closed it. No, I don't not the place I'm talking about. Wasn't there a Froyo place in, in at the Maybe, dude. I didn't go to anything in the, that so if you want to consider Broad Street, like the two sides of Broad Street, 
then yeah. yes, I went to the center, but I didn't go to the rotary area ever. Nothing. Not once. Not for right. anything. I remember my sister and I, and I remember like there's always a place right next to it that was always vacant. Yeah. Was that the Froyo place? Is that no, the place the Fro- I think the Froyo place was next to Better Bean on the other side, like across the rotary. Yeah. Because there was like a ballet place over there next to my sister and I. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but like so the like the center of town is supposed to be like the businesses and stuff like that again. So it's like, you know, the businesses rent, the landlord's not updating anything, like it's just going to do what it's going to do. It's also an a archaic what like thought now because if you need to go buy stuff, I'm not going to the center of town. Right. Um yeah, like so if you think about it too, right? So go to Medford. Like no one goes to Medford Square when you need something. You go to Wellington Plaza, right? Where the stop and shop is and where the I don't know what's there now, but it used to be the Models, like that whole plaza. Like you would go there or you would or go you to Station Landing to to, or you keep driving and go to Target. Yeah, like never. No one no one goes to like even here, like in North Attleboro, like I'm not going to downtown North Attleboro when I need something unless it's from the butcher shop. Like I'm going across the street to fucking, I don't know, Lowe's or I'm going down a little bit to, to Market Basket. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going there. And in Bridgewater, like there, you went to the Roach Brothers Plaza if you needed something, you know, or drove to West Bridgewater. But like. Yeah. And then it's there's no way to park. So it's like I don't want to go. It's like. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, the one, so the center of Dedham is pretty good, but it's only pretty good because there's a, there's a decent restaurant, uh, a decent pizza place, a decent coffee store, uh, a diner. There's some other shit I haven't gone to. Like there's a taqueria, um, blue ribbons around the corner, cigar shop. So it's like, but I, like if you just paid attention, most of what I said is food. Yeah. And then, even still in Dedham, someone could make the argument that legacy place is where you go for everything. Depends on what you're looking for. But right, right. Um, because all of the restaurants at Legacy, I believe, are um they're big chains. They're all chains, and it's like, yeah, yard house, great. Yeah. Like I got no desire to go to Roadhouse, uh, Roadhouse, Yard yeah, House. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like to Mezcal, it's like, dude, I, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm good. I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like, a, it's a little bit like Dedham Center isn't like run down, but then there's like this random ass like theater, which I think it's supposed to be a movie theater, but it's like, like it's not, doesn't play like movies. I don't, I don't fucking know what it is. Like, I don't know what they play. And then it's like, <laughs> if the schools, like if someone at the high school, like makes a movie or makes a video or something like they screen it there. And I'm like, this is fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, it's not even like back in the day where you'd get a movie like late and play it. Yeah. Like if, uh, like, it, like, um, what's the most recent Marvel movie Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Like that would just start coming out now in that theater. Cause it's out on like digital and streaming, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, or whenever it comes out on digital streaming, like, like what the fuck was the theater in Arlington? Oh, 
the capital the capital yeah. used to be like that yeah they would yeah. get the movies like later right it's not even like that i don't know what the fuck it is and then there's the the eye doctor with the psyduck <laughs> um he's got a giant psyduck in the window that's sick <laughs> Does this he have the eye doctor spot. you go to? No. <laughs> I went to fucking lens crafters or whatever the fuck. So I don't know. I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like the like this like the center of town doesn't make any sense unless it's just like gonna be like all restaurants and like individually owned shops. Yeah. Like maybe it's a New England thing, but I don't know. I, I just don't know like how it many was one of those towns, things I was thinking many... it popped into my head as I was sitting at a red light the other day and I was like this is really weird and then that's how my brain works I started trailing down the all the fucking all the things and that's what I came up with here <laughs> yeah because if it's even if it's only a New England thing well it's like all right well how many like I guess suburban cities I don't know is like is that what Medford's considered yeah well I think today it's probably more urban, but 20, 25 but it's years not, ago. It but it's not been. a major city either. So it's like. No, no. There's only what, 65,000 people that live yeah, there. So, so how many times have you found a spot, a, a city or a town like that and actually spent time there in any other part of the country? Right. I know I haven't. No, I haven't. Jones, I mean, you lived in Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they had Oklahoma City, Tulsa. And now those were the two biggest cities. Yeah. So I mean, once. Like so, I guess that's kind of like leads me to my question: Was like, do they still consider Medford part of part of Boston, uh, Boston proper? Medford's not Boston, no. Because so, so they would count like where I used to live in Midwest City. They'd still count that as like, well, so the metro area. Do they still count that as like the Boston metro? Yeah. So I mean, they they I mean they could because like, they counted Midwest City as part of Oklahoma City, like we had Oklahoma City's zip code. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I guess everything's different. It's, we, it's weird because everything's so much bigger. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's why, like, you almost like can't compare apples to apples because you go to other parts of New England and it's like, oh, well, it's all rural. It's like, okay, right. So I yeah, mean, like, where my father lives, like, he's his zip code gets absorbed by Athol, which yeah. is disgusting. All scrolls. Yeah, Medford had three zip codes. We did. Did they really? Yeah. No, sorry, two. So it was at least two. Medford and West Medford each had one. Yeah, there was O two one five five was Medford, and then I don't know what West Medford was. I would. I didn't either because it wasn't a real zip code. We just had our own post office. (laughs) Easton has three zip codes. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. We got towns with no zip codes and towns with three zip codes. Yeah. Welcome to Massachusetts. Yeah. Have fun figuring it out. Yeah. And we got fucking roads that have circles on them that cars just drive around in. Front route two. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And this highway, take a left. <laughs> uh, um, do we want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. All right. Jones, you got a final thought? You want to lead us? So I have you that I could pick from, but I will go with this one. Um, so I've been going on my... I've just been working all week, like I always do. Um, 
and I've taken another person's spot, and uh, so I'm covering for my job and this other person's job. So I've been putting more time in this week. I've done actually more work this week than I actually have done this entire project. And this is I've been on this project for over a year. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, oh, hey, yeah, you're doing a really great job. Um, let's put, give you more work to do. And so I get a call today at like four or five. And uh, my boss is like, hey, like, what are you doing right now? I'm working. And she's like, yeah, well, I kind of need you to do something else for me. Like, well, I can't really do that because I'm doing more work for you that I'm not really supposed to be doing. Yeah. So, well, no. <laughs> um, and I mean, I, I, I say that. I wish I could. But um, I, I guess I'm. I guess the big thing is like, why is it that if you work hard, like if you actually like try to just keep a job, like if you are good at your job, why do you just get more work? You're not rewarded with like a pay raise. You're not rewarded with anything else. You're just more work. Because that's what it's like to be an employee. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to do my job and then go or stay. Yeah, well, see, this is the problem because you got to do just good enough of a job to keep your job. <laughs> yeah, I want to be. I want to be Peter from Office Space. I really, really do. Well, that and that's not, what I do. That might not be enough. Fifteen <laughs> minutes of real actual work. It uh, sixteen pieces of flair. Is that a nice? You know, just you know, space out. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, just space out. um but yeah that's the thing is like if you show that you have any value they're just gonna give you more shit to do because it's like oh well he can do it i want to do it it's like oh well he's good at working what about the idiot over there it's like well we can't give it to the idiot because they can't do it it's quite the it's quite the conundrum it is quite it is it's one of those, uh, my last job where I was working, someone like pulled me aside and was like, uh, don't ever let them know that you're good at your job. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, what, like, what, what kind of advice is that to give to somebody? It was like, don't ever, don't ever let them know. That, oh, I think it was, don't ever let them know how good you are at your job. I think that's, that's what it, what, that's what it was. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? But then like, I saw as I create, like, I kind of created the, the outdoor education program there. I was like, ah, fuck, I get it now. (laughs) I want to do less stuff. Yeah. They're always going to ask more of you. Yeah. You know, when you work for somebody else. Yeah. And then when you work for yourself, you don't have a choice. You just do everything all the time anyway. Yep. Clean the bathrooms today. <laughs> I'm the janitor. I'm the coach. <laughs> yep. What is it? What oh, fuck. I forget what they what the what people used to say. It's fucking just the dickheads in like the fitness industry would go around like, oh, you're not just the head coach, you're also the janitor. You're also the IT guy, or you're also the, you know what I mean? Like they would just like toot their fucking horns. 
And it's like, all right, I get it. Who needs an IT guy though when you can just hit print more times? <laughs> yeah, just keep hitting print. Eventually it'll fix itself. You definitely don't need to open up the printer or do anything with it. Just keep clicking print. Well, the best part is all you have to do is turn it off and back on. <laughs> can't even it, we can't we can't figure that out. And that and like that's funny because one of the last emails I had before I like shut off my computer for the day yesterday at like six oh four was hey um this person can't run a report tomorrow because the computer doesn't their computer doesn't work. Can you do it? And I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Shut the computer off. I'm like, oh well they shut it back off and they turn it back on and it works out. Like I don't want to like I just don't want to do other people's jobs. Yeah. I want to do my job. Right. That's it. Yeah, it's like it's really fucking dumb sometimes. Like I the other day, for whatever reason, my my camera was stuck sideways. So if I turned my camera on in a meeting, it looked like I was like like I was fucking sideways. And I was like, I don't know how to fix it. So like I finished one of the meetings and I literally just restarted my computer. And then the next meeting I was in, I turned my camera on and it was fixed. And nah, I was dude, like, you, you should have done nothing for fear of um, not doing it right. Yeah. It, it, That's it was also like, how you're supposed to do it. It literally took me about, I don't know, a few minutes to realize like, all right, well, after this meeting, I'll just restart my computer and see if that fixes anything. Dude, I literally had to train the girl that works for us on how Chris acts because <laughs> she, because I got her to the point where like, she'll come in, check the class list, do a program, pull whatever, like she has like a little bit of a routine before she starts going. And she was like, oh, like, hey, Bob, like, what, what do we, uh, you do, do you know if the computer works today? I'm like, yeah, the fucking computer works. She's like, oh, well, it looked like this on the other day. And Chris said uh, that it was down. I go, do me, <laughs> I go, do me a favor. I go, X out of it. Okay. Now open it back up. Okay. Is it working? She's like, yep, good. I go. Here's how this guy operates. When something doesn't go according to plan, he does nothing. Instead of yep, trying to it's find broken. a solution. <laughs> Oop, computer's broken. No, no matter, matter how easy it. or hard the solution is. Yep. And then, well, since we're doing this today, we bought a bunch of we bought a bunch of bands. Actually, it's all bands. We just bought a million bands. We have thousands and thousands of bands. And the way we're doing it is one type of band will be set up on each rack. So on each rack, one of each band. And we and he had to send an email today, almost pleading or begging, not to our clients, to the people that also work there, like requesting, hey. We're putting one band of each on each rack. I I didn't even read the email. He didn't even bother sending it to me. <laughs> I'm more or less just like really pleading 
that if you take a band from somewhere, you just put it back and you don't just like mix and match and do whatever the fuck you want. Oh yeah. No, this rack looks like it needs two purple bands. <laughs> no, be like seriously. So we have like, there's four types of bands that we use and we have bands for chin-ups up top. So if, if someone's going to do chin-ups, the bands are up there. We leave them up there. They stay up there. They're up there. Done. Like they don't move. Yeah. But now they have to move. Oh, I need, I have to do this one thing. So I'm going to move this band over there. And then when I move it, I'm not putting it back. So I get there on a Tuesday and all I do is fucking walk around cleaning shit up, moving bands. Yeah. Like this is the shit we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And it's not even the fucking kids. Yeah. That... The, kid, the kids generally put stuff back where it goes. <laughs> adults have, adults don't know how to put stuff back where it goes. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that like, shit like, did me you nuts. like I don't know if you guys knew this, but um if you pick up a set of dumbbells when they went five, ten, twelve and a half, fifteen, seventeen and a half, twenty, twenty-five. So when you pick them up, you're just supposed to put them back like with the fucking tens, where the tens are supposed to be. Yeah, like, it's supposed to go. Dumbbells. Yeah, it's supposed to go like five, seven and a half, twenty, uh, twelve and a half. Uh, 30, one, one of the 15s followed one, by yeah. three 17s, then yep. another 15, then a 17. Yep. Yep. That's and how it's throw a 40 in there too. Yeah, yeah. Just, just put them back wherever you feel like. Oh, or, and then, uh, you know what too? It's like, oh, I, I know you're so strong for lifting that, you know, 40 pound dumbbell. Just leave it out actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking get it tomorrow. Yeah. That's the one thing that drives me fucking nuts more than anything else. It's like. I look at it like I don't want to waste my brain power for something fucking trivial, right? So like maybe this is be maybe this is how I'm retarded, right? Maybe, maybe this is my autism, but like right, so like my wallet, right, always sits right here. I put my wallet in the exact same place every fucking day because I know it's always going to be there. And I'm never like, oh shit, where did I leave my wallet? Because I know there's one place that it's going to be. And if it's not here, there's a fucking problem, right? Like it's, it's like, I'm not going to sit there and waste my fucking, my thought power, right? To be like, oh, where could I have left my wallet today? Like, nope, don't care. I like put that, I like put as many things on fucking autopilot as I can. It's like wallets there keys right next to it. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, it, it drives me nuts. Right. Cause it's like, where's this? Well, I don't know. Well, don't we always keep it here? Yeah. Well, why isn't it here? Well, I don't know. Like, Oh, what, what are we doing? Like I'm it happened. You, uh, the adults are retarded. Yeah. I let someone, what was it? I let someone borrow my charger or something at work or whatever it was. And I was like, Oh, do you still have my charger? They were like, um, I don't know where I left it. I was like, well, what do you mean? You don't know where you left it. They're like, I don't know. I usually plug it in over here, but it's not there. I go, okay. Where else would you have plugged it in? Like, um, let me check over there. And they're like looking around. They eventually found it, right? But like, that's the type of shit that like, I don't have the time for that shit. Like I don't, not like I'm some big fucking important person, but like 
I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to waste my fucking time searching for a laptop charger when like, I could just know exactly where it is. It's like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, so I get that when you're talking about like the bands, like, Oh, where's the fucking bands? Like, that's no, dumb. And, and the other thing is they just end up fucking everywhere. Like, right. Well, especially like me as a client, right? Like if I'm a client at the gym yeah. and, and like, I'm oh. going in and now I have to waste time looking for one of the purple bands because I like now I'm taking more time. I'm losing. You know what I mean? I'm there. I'm at the gym for longer than I need to be. I got to ask one of you guys, where's the band? And you're going to say, I don't know. It should be on there. Did you try looking on another rack? And I'm going to say, yeah, I looked on all the racks. And now both of us have to look for yep. another fucking band. You know what I mean? It's like it's the cascading effect of like, just fucking put it back where you got it from. You would think. <laughs> so difficult. Yeah. No, I got to take this band off and uh, I'm going to go put it outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all, That's the thing, too. It's always in the most retarded fucking spot. Oh, I'm going to double loop it around the door handles. It's like, yeah. Why the fuck? But like the backside here? of the door handle. So no, like, the, no, like know. I'm thinking like the two handles. So it's like you loop it oh, through yeah. so you can't get in the door. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good place to do this. Yep. Yeah. You guys where see, my- the, uh, where all the green bands go? I don't know, but I got six purple bands. Yeah, use them all. Yeah, I got 10 black bands. Yeah, six purples equals one green. Yeah. Have a day. (laughs) It's funny because there's only five out. There's only four out here, but now we have six. Go figure. (laughs) We added equipment somehow. Yeah, somehow we found new equipment somewhere. Morons. Yeah. So uh, do you have a final thought? (laughs) I do. I won my first tour Greater Boston event yesterday. No fucking shit, huh? Yeah, I won at uh, a Coax It. Wow. Westport. So now you're going to listen to how I did this. <laughs> first hole, par. Nothing to say there. Second hole, yank the, t- uh, yank the approach a little bit. There, it goes green, closely mown area, whatever. Giant buried like set of rocks. So direct, like pin high in this closely mown area, just off the green, there is buried rocks with grass growing out of it like crazy. So I had to hit over that. Good. To the, to the pin, whatever. Hit a great chip, make a four footer. Uh, third hole. Kind of standing at the top of a bunker. My ball is like kind of in a bunker, kind of not. And I'm 155 out. like whatever toe shank it so it catches in the rough i have like 80 something whatever hit it and i go ooh, i don't know about that rode the face up didn't get to the pin whatever 13 yards short chip it in we're still even we're even through three (laughs) hey look at that huh uh next hole nothing whatever bogey easy money uh next hole went fairway green par that was you know the first one of those maybe whatever uh sixth hole i tee off and um one of the guys goes because i was asking i was like oh is this the hole like it kind of turns whatever like getting my lines back because i played there last year he's like, yeah, and it's got the bell whatever and i'm bell? what kind of feature is a bell i've never heard of that like i've heard of all types of things and then I remembered there's a fucking Liberty bell on the sixth hole. So oh, it's like, 
because it is a little blind so you can like ring it oh but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like a liberty bell like like it's it's cemented to the ground yeah so i it's not in my way but it's right behind me so i hit a little bit of a squirrely six iron it was going to take a pretty good shot to get there anyway whatever so kind of rolls in the bunker and one of the guys asked me, he's like, oh, you didn't want to take relief? I go, dude, do I get relief? He goes, I don't know. It might have been worth playing too. I go, dude, I don't know. I didn't think it was an issue. Whatever. Like, a fucking, it's a bell. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the bunker, maybe 10-yard bunker shot. Hit it up. Make that birdie. Moving on. So <laughs> fuck the bell. <laughs> yeah. I don't need your bitch-ass bell. Next hole's a par three, par that. And then uh, a three putt bogeyed the next two. So uh, two over through the front nine. So, and I do have two chip ins at this time. So I had the chip in for par and I had the chip in for out of the bunker from for birdie. No big deal. 10th hole, hit a ball. It looks okay. Then I see it bounce because I can see now and it bounces towards a tree. There's one tree out there, bounces right towards it. The ball is under the tree. So I need to, it's a big evergreen. So I have to go into the tree. I am in the tree, engulfed by the tree. <laughs> I am one with the tree. <laughs> I put a four iron, almost hit one of the guys. I have 42 yards to the pin. Well, I hold that out too for birdie. So <laughs> you caught <laughs> 10 holes and I have ten, through 10, I got three hole outs. What a dick. And that's like, that's one under. So, uh, the next hole, little shitty drive, hit it up there, and I'm short. So now I could putt it, I could chip it. It's right in between. You know, I have three chip ins. I go, man, let me chip it. Leave it 15 feet short. I go, fuck. <laughs> that was not worth it. Bury the 15 footer moving on. Par. <laughs> uh, next hole, hit the green. Good. Next hole, get up and down out of a bunker. Good. Next hole plays, what is this play? 433, par four. So I hit a cut at the bunker. Only problem is it doesn't cut. I'm in the bunker. 200 to the pin. Hit an eight iron out. I got like 80 yards. Wind's at me. So wind's blowing at me. I go 80 yards. Let me just kind of drive this in there. And the ball just doesn't really seem to stop as I'm hitting towards the ocean. And <laughs> it's good, right? I'm like, what? the fuck i feel the next breeze it's at my back so the wind that was at me flipped on me ball soars it's over the green but no one really said anything so i thought it was still up yeah and so i get up there the ball's up so i'm looking at it like wow i can chip this in too because i just chip everything in now because so that's what i do practice swing one practice swing two step over the ball in my backswing i hit a blue environmental stake. Sick. Skull the ball through the green. <laughs> Down, whatever. Got to chip it back up. Two putts, triple. Walking off. It's like, oh, I figured you would have moved that stake. I go, Steve, I didn't even fucking know the stake was there. I go, like, all I was thinking about was chipping that ball in. Yeah. Because, like, whatever. I go, I had no clue. It was behind me because normally I would. You pull it out, throw it on the ground, you chip, fucking throw it back in like easy. Right. No idea. 
So I triple that hole. I'm back to two over on the day, I think. Yes. Back to two over on the day. Uh, Next hole, hit the green par, hit the green par. So I, I'm walking off 16, and I had been listening to a podcast where the guy was talking about goal setting in golf, whatever, and I kind of remembered it at this point where he's like, you know, a lot of people come to me and their goal for golf is I want to win the club championship. And he's like, it's a terrible goal. He goes, it's awful. He goes, you can't control that. You you cannot control how other people play. You right. can't control weather. You can't control bounces, luck. You can't control any of that. Right. They go, instead, you look and you go, all right, well, if I shoot 275s, that'll probably win the club championship. So you need to get your scoring average of 75. Like that's how you set a fucking goal to win the club championship without it being like that. And I was talking to James the day before and I was like, you know, like, I think my best tour round was either a 77 or a 78. I'm like, so I got to beat that before I even worry about like winning an event. So I'll take at this point. Oh, and I'm sorry. I wasn't two over. I was four over. So I, so I knew I'm four over going into 16 and I'm like, all right, I can get away with bogey bogey. That'll still be my best tour rounds, but let's try to make something happen. So of course I drive it behind the giant rock outcropping. Because why not? Yeah. Wedge it out. Wedge on. Two putts, five. No problem. Bogey, get out of there. Uh, Hit the fairway on 18. Like 153 out. It's just, it's an eight iron. That's it. Fucking hit it way off the toe. 29 yards short. I'm looking at it like, ooh, this looks like a little long for chip in range. 12 feet short, two putts, whatever. So... I end up at 76 and coming off the course and I'm like, and I knew one of the guys cause I, I play with him all the time. He's like, ah, oh, you couple, couple. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I go, that's my best tour round. He goes, oh, really? And I'm like, I fucking hate all of you people. It's like, <laughs> it's like when I shot three under with you guys in New York, I go, dude, I just shot three under and you guys are like, oh, cool, man. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck? That's all I fucking get. Like, <laughs> like, so I'm like, yeah, no, it's my best tour round. He goes, oh, really? It's like, yes, I know I probably should have shot a better one by now. I get it, but I fucking haven't, okay? No, no, I haven't. Because at Picasso, when I would have fucking won, I blew a ball OB, blew that, blew the pro, uh, the provisional into another fucking fairway, hit that way over the green. I think putted it off the front and fucking three putted. I made fucking quad on 18. Like, Yes. I should have done it there too. I get it. Thanks. <laughs> so we're coming off and it's an hour back from Westport to the gym. So I'm like, yeah, let me see. Cause I knew, I knew a guy behind me. I'm like, he could easily shoot 70, 72. Like if I can beat him, then cause I beat the other guys in my group. So I'm like, if I can beat him, like, dude, there's not that many people left. Yeah. But they're like way behind. I go, ah, you know what? Fuck it. Because there's someone like in the middle of the pack. So I drive back, drive back to work where I can check scoring. 55 minutes later, we got a winner. So <laughs> won my first event one by one. Let's fucking go. The bogey bogey finish didn't kill me, nor did the two three putts to finish eight and nine. Eight and nine and 17, 18, which it's the same hole. It's the same hole as the 19. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a nine hole course. Yeah, nice, nice showing on those, you fucking loser. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because 
it's still a win and it's still the same score or it's still the same, you know, everything, same results all around, whether right. it was 70 fucking one or 76, because it just needed to beat 77. Yeah. Yeah. Which we did. So fuck. Yeah. Hey, but- Do you get no. anything? So I won. So I win like, well, cause obviously I got to pay to play the event. Right. Right. So I get money against that to offs or to offset that I did yeah. win a skin on that hole out. Cause that was the hardest hole in the golf course from the bunker. Sorry. I didn't specify which hole out. Cause I had three through 10. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the hole out from the bunker was a skin. So my day was free. Um, and if I didn't play like complete shit all year in events, um, that probably would have got me enough points to get into the invitational. But when you shoot 85, you don't get any points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> so I don't think it's enough for the invitational. And then, um, there's a tournament of champions this weekend, but it's not what you think it is. Like it's not just winners. It's everybody, but the winners play a separate, uh, thing. And tea times came out for it today so i'd be asking a favor i'm like i'm not doing this to go play old scotty like i'm not it's yeah i'm, I'm all right yeah like i won today but i ain't winning there so yeah huh that's where we're at all right i might oh. get a shirt i don't know well that's pretty cool i got a t-shirt <laughs> <clears throat> i think it's a golf shirt that i would never yeah. wear well I'll yeah. fucking frame it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll frame it and put it up, put it up in the gym with uh with my all American frisbee jersey. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Two time all American. Two times. That's right. Um all right. So my final thought. Um is Jones frozen? Looks frozen. He looks frozen. Jones, you might be frozen. I don't know if you can hear us. Uh, but yep, we lost him. We lost him. Uh, so my final thought, um, I'll I'll try and keep it relatively quick here. Um, but, uh, so in the town of North Attleboro, we just got notice today that there is a boil water advisory. Oh shit. You got E. Coli too. Yeah. Mansfield had it. Mansfield had it. I saw that the other Mansfield just um just stopped their boil water order what like last week, last Friday I think or something, something like, like that. Cuz I still follow the town of Mansfield on Twitter um from when we lived there and I saw that they had that. And now it's in North Attleboro and Plainville. Sick. So both Plainville and North Attleboro both have boil water orders because of E coli and all this shit. So Obviously, right? I'm not gonna fucking boil water. I'm not gonna sit here and boil a fucking pot of water just to let it cool, just so I can fucking drink it. So we go out to the store, Amy and I. And well, first Amy went to um where'd she go? Target in North Attleboro. And the water section gone totally empty. Looks like the fucking toilet paper section yep. in April of 2020 just completely empty. Like you wouldn't even know that there was any water there. So then I'm like, fuck, 
like there's going to be nothing anywhere because I guarantee everyone. So for anyone that has, doesn't know geography or you're not from around here, North Attleboro and Plainville border each other. They're bordering towns. So I'm thinking in my head, like I'm going to have to go to like fucking Sharon or like Easton in order to get water because like everyone from North Attleboro is going to go to, you know, Right, like Attleboro, um, fucking whether they go to Plainville or Mansfield or people in Plainville are going to go to Mansfield and Foxborough and all these things. So I'm like, I'm going to have to go far away to find water because every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry is going to be out buying all of the water now. And then I think, wait a second. Where's the one place that's restricted by membership? And also sells things in bulk. And I go, BJ's. I got a BJ's membership. And they, 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 let's fucking try there. Well, wouldn't you know, lo and behold, BJ's has tons of fucking water. They got, and their cases of water are like 45 bottles in a case. So we bought three cases. Um, and I have no idea what the what the deal is going to be hey jones is back oh hello um, <laughs> mellow's got about... poop water in north attleboro yeah we got e coli in the water yep let's go so we got to boil the water which i like i said i'm not doing so uh while i'm at bj's i buy a giant uh giant bag of ice and oh shit they got ice yeah they got ice yeah we should have went to bj's <laughs> And uh, dump that into my ice maker, turn my ice maker off, fucking clear the whole shit out. And I do all this all the while knowing that we leave for Hawaii tomorrow, right? And we're gone for eight days, nine days, whatever the fuck it ends up being. And we're going to come back and the boil water water is probably going to be done, right? So I just went to, I just went through the whole hassle of getting all this water. And buying ice and doing this and dumping all the ice that was in my freezer in the ice maker, getting this whole thing ready, getting it all set up. Because we had to also we need also we need water for the dog, right? While we're away in Hawaii, like the dog still needs to drink water. So um, so she we can't give her E. coli water. So she's got a head of her own water, but still, like we're like, I'm thinking this, like. I'm going to get back and they're going to be like, oh, yep, all set. Cool. Thanks. And now I'm going to have 75 bottles of fucking water and not know what to do with them outside of drink them. I was going like, to say, I, do, I have a recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could drink them. Yeah, I could just drink them. That's what I would do. Yeah. But what a fucking do you think it'll? Do you ass. think the water will go bad by the time you get back? Yeah, probably. It'll probably expire. Yeah. Be careful of that. But like, what a fucking hassle, right? Like, who, what kind of bullshit is this? Well, I don't know. Do you want E. coli in the water? No. Do they want you showering and shit or what? Um, They didn't yeah. say anything about the shower. Oh, uh, I think it might be one of those just like, don't get it in your eyes and shit. Yeah, there's no. Um... <laughs> like, when you, hey, when you get in the shower, don't decide like to just open your eyes and just go stare at the fucking yeah, yeah. shower head. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I think other than that, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, and then 
they're brushing your teeth. They don't want you to brush your teeth with the water. So I gotta I gotta throw some water bottles in the fucking bathroom. Well, I mean, there's fluoride in the water, so you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's fluoride in the water. It's making us fucking compliant. <laughs> I can get brain down here and give you uh, some like tidbits on that. Yeah. How to be compliant? <laughs> no, with like, the fluoride and E. coli in the water. You probably just oh. cancel out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably the same shit, right? But I mean, I guess this is what happens when you are on municipal water supply, because literally all it takes is like a fucking deer, like walking by and like shitting next to the reservoir. And then you have E. coli in the water. This never would have happened at the Quabbin. Yeah, that's the MWRA. So it's like a little bit of a give and take, right? If you want to be on MWRA, you're going to have shit water. Well, not literally shit water, because I have literally shit water right now, but you're going to have poor quality water and you're going to pay out of the fucking ass for it. Or you can have municipal water, but you run the risk of, like I said, a deer walking by and fucking shitting or pissing near the reservoir that leads to an E. coli outbreak. Well, I mean, people still do forget that the Quabbin was built on six towns, that they still have, like, like buildings. The buildings so, are still underneath there, yeah. 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 There are still dead people still in the Quabbin, so. Yep, yep. Probably Yeah, but the MWRA water is safe. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally safe. They treat it with fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> and chlorine. I think they actually do put chlorine like to treat it. Probably, dude. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a few beer cans that me and Pat left. <laughs> <laughs> Just toss them in the fucking quabbin. Yeah. Why not? All right. Well, uh, that's it. That's going to do it for us. Um, it's going to do it for us for like two weeks before we record again until I get back from Hawaii. But, uh, Thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, again, thumbs up, like, rate, review, subscribe, tell everybody you know about the show. Same thing if you're an audio-only guy. Uh, also, five stars on uh, iTunes and Spotify if you use those to listen, which the majority of people do. Um, tell everybody you know about the show. You can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook page is Sarcasm Speaks. Um, the website sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, you can see the coaster that Jones is currently holding up there. You can get our logo on quite literally anything. Um, I think I just got an email from Redbubble that now they do bucket hats. So if you want a bucket hat with the Sarcasm Speaks logo on it, you can get that now from our merch store. Um, what else we got? Grillyourassoff.com. Big shout out to them. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod. They bumped it back to 15%. You will now, again, they, they're all over the place, right? They're playing with our emotions here at GrillYourAssOff.com. But I just got the official word. Um, if you go to GrillYourAssOff.com and you use the promo code SarcasmPod when you check out, you will save 15% off your entire order again. Um, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the summer wasn't so awesome. I have no idea. Summer it seems like it's a great time to buy seasonings, but I love Grill Your Ass Off. I use them all the time. 
Uh, use that promo code now and you'll save 15% off your entire order every single time you check out. Um, I think that is it. So until next time, good night. Everybody.